A warm welcome to each and every single one of you who's tuned in to another episode of Disky Talk with Liolo. On this week's episode, I got two special guests. I'll start by introducing a man who's very knowledgeable, a man who you guys have come to know his voice and his wonderful insight. Solly, how are you doing, bro? I'm fantastic, Lou. Happy to be back home. And yourself? Uh, all is well, all is well. And then another man who's recently joined uh, the family he goes by the name of Minente. How have you been, bro? Hey, Lou, how's it, bro? I'm good, I'm good. Good. Great to have both of you guys on this episode. So without wasting any time, let's get straight into it. This episode is all things CAF Champions League and CAF Confed. So the first question is, do you guys think South African football is improving or is it luck that we had three South African teams representing in the CAF quarterfinals? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to start this one off, I would say personally, some would say after the second leg week, that maybe it was a bit of luck. But if we're really going to be, you know, specific, um, over the last 10 years, we've had a really solid showing of South African teams in CAF competitions, you know, Um, especially getting out of the group stages, making it into the quarterfinals, semifinals, and, you know, in certain instances, the finals. Uh, We've really had a generally decent showing over the last, you know, five to 10 years. So I would say that, look, in terms of CAF football, I do feel like certain South African teams have begun to take it quite seriously. And we've seen that kind of translate, um, you know, over the last couple of seasons. However, I will also say that certain teams may have had, you know, a string of luck over the last, um, especially this particular CAF season. Um, looking at how certain, you know, results have, have unfolded. But I, I, I will be honest and say, on my opinion, I do feel like the stature of South African football has definitely improved a bit over the last few years. And it has translated into the, you know, continent um, at large. Yeah. And Minente, how do you feel about this? Uh, I think, I think I'm, I'm on the other side of the coin uh, with, with, with Soli here. Um, I, I don't think we've improved. Um, one of the major reasons why I say this is uh, um, there needs to be a a a, a continuous um, uh, foundation to 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 what we're trying to say when we say a team or South African football has improved. Um, if it happens off, I don't think we we can actually. Uh, reach that conclusion and 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 say uh, no, our football is improving. We can we can basically say mm. um, it's it's the situation that 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 um, uh, the world basically finds itself in in, in that um, uh, the South African league was able to continue. Many other leagues in Africa weren't able to continue, and uh, uh, mm. during the COVID nineteen pandemic and. Uh, it's, it's 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 something that I think is a a product of of the time that we're living in now, and not because uh, our football has actually improved that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm. what what you know when I look at when I look at it, I think what has improved is the approach and mm. uh, the mm. mentality towards cap mm. football, as opposed mm. to the the technical ability. I think we're just well, the quality of football. To, Yes, we're starting to take it a lot more seriously, you know, and um, I think that, that, that 
that run in 2016 when Mamelodi Sundowns went on to win, I think it started showing the other clubs that it's not rocket science. However, if you build a project over three to four years and you start to take the CAF competition seriously and mm. your approach as well is very important when it comes to CAF. And I also think that there was, um, there was a bit of luck there, especially when you look at uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Because Absolutely. what helped them, Absolutely. what helped them was that uh, one new win against Widad, and Widad had sent uh, their second string team, and the coach didn't even come down. But mm. had had they played against their strongest side, then they probably mm. would have lost again, you know. Mm. And yeah. another mm. thing, another thing is when you look at uh, Orlando Pirates in the league, they've been struggling a lot with regards to consistency. I just think that. The, the, the luck that came upon the coach was when he was rotating certain players. And you find that when he was rotating, he was using uh, the, uh, the cap confed to rotate. And it just so happened that he was now playing the stronger <laughs> side in the confed without realizing it. Because, <laughs> because, during, because during the week, he would play and he would not play certain players who actually can yeah. contribute towards Pirates. And then come the weekend, then we'd see a lot more positive, positive um, aspects towards the lineup. And I think it's just, it was just the rub of green that he didn't realize that, you know. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think that football is improving. But one thing we can pinpoint and say is a positive is the approach now. Teams are taking it a lot more seriously as opposed to taking it as a, a tournament where you can play French players. But no, now we're seeing the very best players play in the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like I said, I mean, like, you know, um, you, 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 you've had over the last couple of years a club like Supersport United giving you a showing or two, of, you know, confederations or, you know, CAF. You've had a club like Vets also, you know, dabbling in there. Um, we, we've really had certain clubs within the South African stature of football that have begun to say, look, let's actually go into Africa and try to compete and see what we can do. And like I said, you know, the mainstay has always been, for me, the most competitive CAF Champions League side or Confederations Cup. Any team that you could take into the African continent has always been Pirates based on his... his you know, yeah. they've always been the side that has always looked like a side that is willing to play in Africa. They they've had the aggression, they had the you know, you know the squad. And Sundowns, in my opinion, I feel like took the blueprint, improved it, and took it to the next level. You know, um, and I really feel mm. like that also motivated quite a lot of the teams um, that you know come behind the like your super sports, your vets to say, look, we could try. We could also you know. Um, you know, make an effort to to compete on the continent. Maybe the results didn't come along, you know, yeah. for a Vitz, for example. But like I said, you know, I remember a year where Supersport, you know, made it into like the last eight or last four. Um, you know, Pirates in the final, that Confed Cup final against Al Ahly. I feel like that should have been a win. You know, that really went down the drain. Um, we we've really had some consistent, decent. In there. It's just that, like Maloba said over the weekend, you know, getting out of that last eight, they've proven that they are a consistent last eight team. But getting beyond that and becoming mm. a consistent last four, last two team, that's where the South African teams, I feel like, need to kind of now break that barrier. Mm. Mm. Couldn't have said it better. 
Yeah, and 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 I, and I think one of the one of the major points um, that I want to want to drive through is is that um, having three teams in 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 the quarterfinals of of, of uh, the the CAF uh, CAF uh, competitions is is an, an extraordinary achievement for South African teams. I'm not trying to downplay that by any means, but. Um, what I'm trying to look at is the style of play and the manner in which we play against uh, um, the the top oppositions in in, in Africa and how well we do consistently against those top teams. Now, if 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 we're going to look at uh, the clubs that were involved this year, um, we can only speak about Sundowns and Pirates. Now, um, the, the the clubs that we've actually had play or compete in the Champions League or in the Confederations uh, Cup, we've had we've had TS Galaxy a couple of years ago. We had um, what did we have? We had Vets go there and play. We had Super Sports uh, go out there and play. And uh, we 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 ought to have more teams that are going to claim. Um, 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 to be mainstays in these competitions, especially since mm-hmm. since since we are the richest league on the continent, we are the most well-off country on the continent. So, so as as far as I'm concerned, that should translate into having um, 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 really competitive teams in 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 in, in the CAF uh, uh, cups. So that's 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 from where my perspective is coming from, and I would be remiss. In, and not acknowledging the fact that having three teams uh, in the quarterfinals of of of, of uh, the, these CAF competitions is is a significant step steps stepping stone in the right direction. Yeah, and I and I would agree Absolutely. with that because the more the more South African teams we have competing, the more seriously <laughs> we start to take it back here. You know, and um, even then, when you look at a lot of teams who in the running in in the PSL. It's always they always focus on trying to finish uh, in the top four if they can't get first. But yeah. it's not, but they're not cognizant of the fact that what does finishing top four come? You know, it yeah. What does playing, it mean? Yeah. It, exactly. What does it mean? It comes in playing in calf competitions. You look at Amazulu mm-hmm. and you look at Arrows. You know where they have yeah. that man, They had that mandate to finish top four. Now you ask mm-hmm. yourself: Do the owners know what it comes with? Because it's not just mm-hmm. about yes, I finished top four, top three in the country, then that's it. No, it comes, mm. with, CAF, it comes with CAF Confederation and it comes with yes. CAF Champions League. The question yeah. then becomes, are these owners ready to actually go and compete? Because we all know that it is a financial burden to go into Africa, especially yep. if you're going to go right to the end. So I think another thing is, as opposed to mm. looking at finishing top three, finishing top four, the goal in mind is to play calf football and put that as a first, first mandate. And remember, that's what it comes with, you know, because sometimes sure. they very easily take their eye off the ball and it's just, we need to finish top three PSL. But do you know what that comes with? It comes with certain responsibilities. And also, when you think about it, because they prior, prioritize that, which I understand from a national standpoint, what happens is when they go into the market, to strengthen their teams, they're looking for players who are more suited to PSL as opposed to thinking long-term that we actually mm-hmm. want to yeah. Africa now. So can mm-hmm. we get players mm-hmm. who fit that mold, players who will fight for us in Africa? Because we've come mm-hmm. to see that 
the game in, in, in the continent as opposed to within our own league, it's two different things, you know. So Absolutely. I think it's also having a, a long-term view and the type of players you sign. And I mean, you mentioned earlier on, Solly, that uh, uh, Sundowns were able to take the blueprint from, from Pirates. And if you look at the players mm. that Pirates had, when they were able to compete in CAF, these were players Warriors. who were akin to that. Yeah, who were akin to that standard of football. Yeah, Sundown, Sundown, Pito went and he he did the same thing. You know, by ensuring that he got players who not only are technically gifted, but they also they'll fight for you on the field. You know, yes. so I think those are the other things that uh, our our teams within this country have to start looking at. That finishing top three isn't just I've finished top three and then. That's it. I'm playing MTN eight. No, you know the biggest thing is that you're gonna play calf football, which is a lot bigger than fit playing MTN eight. Yeah. 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 So um, moving on, let's get straight into um, the first the first segment, which is um, Orlando Pirates versus Raja Casablanca. What do you guys make of? Um, how this tie, how this tie played out over two legs, and uh, what are your sentiments with regards to how both teams approach this game and their starting lineup? Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, um, yeah, you know. Let me, let me just let me just go, let me just go ahead, sorry. Um, please, please do. Hey. Come again. It's uh, Orlando Pirates versus Roger Casablanca. How did you? Yeah. What did you make of the 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 result? The over two, legs. two legs. With regards to how they played and their approach. Yeah. Well. 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 For me, uh, the writing was on the wall uh, in the in in the first leg for Orlando Pirates. Um, <laughs> once, 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 once you don't you don't you don't take advantage of of, of, of being at home and and. And securing a clean sheet, at least at home, then you then you under a lot of pressure um, in calf competitions. And uh, I think I think uh, White uh, Raja Casablanca really did a good job by ensuring that they got that away goal. And and in the second leg, um, I, I I couldn't see I couldn't see uh, Pirates um, 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 coping with with. With the technical abilities of of of, of, of uh, Raja Casablanca, and uh, unfortunately, the the, the golfing class in terms or in uh, in uh, experience in terms of these 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 uh, types of competitions, uh, Casablanca and uh, the North African teams just really seem to th- to to turn things up when uh, when thing when 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 matches matter most. Mm-hmm. What's your take, Sonny? Oh, man, you know what? When it comes to this Pirates and Raja game, it was actually quite depressing for me, especially after seeing how dominant Pirates was in like the first, you know, stanza of the first leg. Um, I really felt like, look, Pirates does have a shot at um, putting pressure on Raja. I, I, I was hoping that they follow the same leaf that um, Chiefs had at home, you know, to really take it to Raja and and you know, get two, three, maybe four goals in that first leg and put pressure on them for the return leg at home. But after mm. the first goal they scored, it's like they put, you know, they, they took the foot off the pedal and 
allowed Raja to get back in the game. So immediately when that draw came in, and you could see that Raja was probing to score in that first leg. You could see that a goal was coming. You could tell from, you know, miles away. And when it came, that's when I really began to panic because I realized at this point in time, I don't think Pirates will be able to, you know, turn this result over in, 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 in Morocco. Specifically because about this many a time on Disky Talk with um, Liolo as well, that the inconsistencies of the squad is, is terrible. It's, it's really, really heartbreaking. You look at... <laughs> it's, it's, it's so heartbreaking. I mean, you look at, for example, first leg li- lineup, okay? Um, back four. Bongadisam, Ntigelero Nyawuza, Tlachwayo, Yosta. Changes in the second leg. Um, Yosta keeps his start, Tlachwayo keeps his start, but now we have Mayela and Mako you know, um, in that, in that back four. Uh, mm. I, I, and then, and then you, you look at first leg, Mabaso, Ndrovu, Motswari. This time, Mabaso, Ndrovu, Monare. All right. Um, difference up front, they had Lodge in this time instead of, um, you know, playing with uh, Makaringa in that front three, or even though obviously he was playing in the middle, um, just uh, based on formation. But again, playing with the false nine, you know, um, not playing with an out-and-out strike. Again, you have Gabadino Mango on the bench. Um, you know, you 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 um, you you have an out-and-out striker that can actually try get you goals, and you know that you need to actually go into um, into Raja's territory to score goals. Yet you're playing with a false nine system again. So for me, the squad when it comes to Pirates is not the issue. Um, I've really just come to, you know, peace and terms with the fact that the issue at Pirates is the coach's mindset, the coach's philosophy, the coach's thinking, the coach's strategical, you know, um, play with his squad. I really don't think the issue is the players. I've always been, in, uh, you know, I've spoken about the fact that from two, three seasons ago, I've always felt like the one team to compete with Sundowns in South Africa is Pirates. Uh, as a chief supporter, I, I hate to admit it. Especially on a <laughs> on a on a on a platform where it's now proof, you know, like that statement cannot be retracted. But it's true. I've always felt like Pirates is the one team that could actually compete with Sundowns. And especially after the performance last season, I was without a shadow of a doubt convinced that this is the season where Pirates is gonna act the sword to Sundowns. But mm. none of that happened in the league and it's translated into their, into their Confederations Cup, you know, um, performances. It's just inconsistency. It's uncertainty. It's, 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 it's a shamble. It's really just a shamble. So I'm extremely disappointed because I do feel like they have the players. They have the squad. They have the ability. They have the resources. They have the culture. They have the history. But for some reason, it's just not coming together. And the only reason I have in my mind right now, aside from maybe other issues, is the coach. Yeah. And uh, when you look at it, I just think that when... It's just the first half they played at Orlando Stadium, that just... It just, it just sums up Pirates' season. How they can start well, but, and then everything just goes pear-shaped. And... You almost don't understand as to how are things going pear-shaped, you know, because these are the things that uh, a coach with a well-thought structure and a well-thought philosophy would be able to manage. And I always say, if you can't manage a football game, you don't deserve to win any trophy. Mm-hmm. And another thing that, that, that I look at is um, 
his approach, the approach is the biggest thing for me. And I think there's two things that Pirates lack. And um, I'll start firstly with the defense. I feel that Pirates don't have, they don't have their strongest back four or back five. They don't have a defense in my own opinion. Sure. And coming into uh, a must-win game and you're playing combinations you've played throughout the league that don't really work. I mean, it's, 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 it's not rocket science that uh, Shatoayo and Nyawuza don't work as a pair. It's not rocket science that Mayela and Shatoayo don't work as a pair. So when he consistently, um, when he consistently picks those guys, I think it also causes confusion because when you play defense, you have to build a partnership with someone. But that, that, but that defense changes consistently. And if it's going to change consistently, you're always going to concede goals because at the end of the day, there is no trust between two centre-backs. There is no trust between the centre-back and the full-back and there's lack mm-hmm. of communication. And mm-hmm. when I look at um, the second leg, you're not doing yourself any favours if you concede four in the first half. There's True. no... Nobody comes back <laughs> in the first half. So the game, the game, the game was wrapped up then. You know, and yeah. it goes back to those defensive frailties and to say that Pirates don't have a defense. Secondly, I'll move on to the approach with regard to the coach. Oh, that rhymes. Mm. But, <laughs> Come on. but the issue is with, with, with this coach is I saw this last season and a lot of people don't realize this. But last season, Orlando Pirates had a chance to actually sneak the league and actually Absolutely. win the league. Right? Absolutely. But mm. now the problem is, as fans and many people who follow football, the whole notion was, ah, it's still, still his first season, he's still settling in. And I think we have to do away with that notion because if it's there for the taking, then a coach has to go out and stamp his authority and win that league, irrespective mm. of how many years you've had at the, at the club. But if it's there for the taking, then you go out. And another thing when it comes to this false nine system, which I'll never understand, is You've tried it. <laughs> it, it. It hasn't worked. It hasn't. It doesn't bear fruit. You've got a top goal scorer on your bench. You've got another lethal striker in Obasa on your bench. I don't know who told this guy that it's a crime to play with strikers when it comes to football. It's almost hey. as if it's almost as if he's like he's not allowed to. You're not allowed to play with strikers. Yeah, he's I being restricted. I and I just really don't understand. And to me, it becomes. A bit of disrespect when it comes to Mhango and when it comes to Mavasa goal scorers, where they're going to put a midfielder who doesn't even have ten goals in his whole uh, DSTV Premiership career, but he's mm. going to play now as a false nine. And the worst part is that when you play this guy as a false nine, he does not even keep the shape of a false. He drops into midfield mm. to come collect. Mm. Then you end up yeah. with four midfielders, but no one up front. You know. Oh, yeah, with no reference point. So my issue with Pirates is those two things. If they can sort out their defensive frailties, and in my opinion, I think, look, the coach has been given enough time. There's players there. He's shown us that if you can't do it with this squad, Pirates are not going to be able to get better players than this. These, these are the best players that they can have. Unfortunately, they won't be able to sign Sundowns players. This, after Sundowns, is the best squad in South Africa. And if you can't achieve... If you can't achieve multiple trophies with this squad, then I don't know what you're going to achieve, you know. So, Mm. at the end of the day, you saw an inferior complex from Pirates when they went into the second leg. They struggled um, with regards to physicality. It goes back to our league as well. And the question then becomes, 
do they have players suited to this type of football? Because when you mm. play in, in the DSC Premiership yeah. as, a, as a Pirate, you go into those yeah. games, everybody fears you because everybody wants to sign for Pirates. So yeah. Yeah. when they look at you guys, you guys are superstars. Nobody's going to tackle you. Nobody is going to play a super imposing physical game. But, yeah. you know, pe- teams back off. And then when it comes now to the CAF Champions League and the CAF Confed, T- Pirates ends up struggling. And I think it's also the reason why um, the North African teams end up doing really well when it comes to CAF, mm. CAF Champions League football mm. and CAF Confed mm. is because, A, they're accustomed to that physicality. B, mm. them winning CAF is much more prestigious, you know, to the players as individuals. It's much more prestigious. To them, they take this mm. as the UEFA Champions League. That's what it is to yeah. them. Whereas it our is. players... Whereas with our players, playing in CAF is like, ah, you know, it's, oh, it's that tournament. It's like playing any other tournament. It's like playing yeah. with MTN 8. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. because you can see the mentality of the players. It's like, there's almost no fighting spirit as well. So yeah. when it comes to Orlando Pirates, I was very, very disappointed. And I think they should be disappointed in themselves that they've let um, yes. the old boys down. You know, the guys yes. who always got them to the final stages of CAF competition... So I was, yeah, I was very, very disappointed. And credit to Raja Casablanca, because yeah. they, 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 they were able to notice certain things and certain yeah, weaknesses, they, and they exploited yeah. them. Yeah, they figured them out. <laughs> they figured them out. Orlando Pirates basically played 30 minutes of the first leg, and the rest of it was just, <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it was just Raja Casablanca. And, and mm. to, to, to the point that you were making about, uh, about uh, Orlando Pirates, um, the type of players that they sign, the type of players that they sign are most, on most occasions um, cherry-picked and uh, special players from, uh, from smaller clubs. And uh, when 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 I look at that and 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 I try to understand um, how 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 do these players fit into the Orlando Pirates culture? What kind of football are we trying to play as a club? Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 there's there's a disconnect between the two. Um, first first and foremost, you've got defender Limnande in Happy Jail. And then, and then, what do you do? what do you do? You strip him off his, his, his captaincy, and then uh, you give that to to Lanisla Dry, who can't even trap the ball for crying out loud. Mm. And uh, and then, what what kind of message are you are, are you t- are you are you basically sending out to your midfielders? What kind of kind of message are you sending out to your ball players that you've got in the team already? So it 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 bothers me that. Um, uh, pirates should 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 make such high profile signings of players that don't actually fit the profile of, mm-hmm. of, of culture that they're trying to build, and 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 number two, the style in which uh, in which uh, pirates have have shown to play football over the past couple of years, um, especially since uh, since or oh, Eric Tinkler left. Um, it's it's been it's been one of of high paced uh, counter attacking football, uh, kind of revi- reminding me uh, a lot of of, of, of mm-hmm. And then they tried to switch it up against the bigger clubs. Um, yeah. They tried to impose themselves against Okaza Chiefs. They tried to impose themselves against or or Sundown Supersports and and Vitz when Vitz was around. And it mm. it, it really bother me that they'd get results against the bigger teams and then the smaller clubs then they'd struggle 
And um, it basically shows me that uh, there's there's actually no culture that they're trying to build. Um, it's actually just a matter of trying to get results, whatever way that they can get results. And uh, there's no th- that's no way um, to build a team that's going to compete consistently in the Champions League mm-hmm. or in So they need to figure out this is how we're trying to play. These are the players that we've got. And uh, how do we marry the two? Or if we, uh, we can't marry the two, then uh, then we need to start up a, a whole new project. And uh, there's no problem mm. with that. True, true. You know, fun fact though, um, on Raja's you know uh, account, they actually mm. started the very same team they started in the first leg, like <laughs> player for player. That's what I'm talking about when we're speaking of consistency, you know. They started the yeah. exact same team they played in the first leg because they realized these guys can take them on. Like I was I was telling um Liolo how in love I am yeah. with their striker, Malango. Like if that boy can come play in the PSL, I'll be so happy. That young kid is a stallion, you know, so strong, so robust. What a hard worker up front there, you know. And for him to get that goal in that first leg, that kid worked tirelessly from the first half to get that goal you know the whole sure. team worked together and this for me this is this is where it goes you know it, it comes back to that element again you know we speak of the coaching i really feel like there's a massive disconnect the disconnect i feel more than anything is the coaching mm. you know the disconnect between the coaching the players and i also do feel like right now there's a bit of a gap as well within management like this i i, I don't sure. recognize sure. this pirates team I don't recognize yeah. it. And not necessarily because of the players. You know, I was excited when Makaringe was going to Pirates. I was kind of yeah. excited with Androvu as well. I was excited with Yosta. I was excited, you yeah. know, with, with, with having Marco there. I was excited with all these, you know, these individuals that came into the Pirates fray to say, look, they, sure. they are now adopting not just that Pirates team. Yes, yes, but but they're going back to you know, the Pirates team that had a bit of that, of that aggression as well as, you know, skill. You know, Abo Steve you know, Abo Teko, you know, you have, you know, these, these skillful players that are also in there that are, you know, giving sure. that kind of identity to a Pirates side. But even with that, it's not coming together because honestly, the identity and culture of the club is, as, as Minentle was saying, definitely looks lost it looks lost and it's yeah. it's, it's it's terrible it's it's really painful to see mm. Mm. well said gentlemen well said so moving on to the CAF Champions League popular opinion Al Afri versus Mamelodi Sundowns would have been a lot more interesting if it were in the final considering the great narrative of how mm. Beatles turned Sundowns into a competitive CAF Champions League team and he now found himself on the other side of the coin, what do you guys make of this? Go mm. ahead, Sully. Wow, thanks, Minintle. I, 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 you know, for me, I would have taken this game anyway. I would have taken it in the group stages. I would have taken it anyway. You know, when the <laughs> prospects of this game, you know, were, were, were being thrown around in the air in the early stages of the group stages, I was excited. I was telling myself, look, whether it comes quarterfinal or final, 
it's a fairy tale story. Absolutely. I mean, that narrative of, you know, Pito coming from Sundowns, you know, South Africa's mm-hmm. export, going to coach, you know, club of the century in Africa. And for him to be yep. able to come, you know, back home to play a home leg with this club. I really like this. This is stuff we only see in Europe, you know. So yeah. for that to have taken yeah. place over the last weekend, I really feel like is a historic feat for South African football. It's really a stepping stone for South African football. It's something that youngsters in the country have never seen before or have never even heard of before. So for the future of South African football, I really feel like the story on its own is is really just a beacon of light, you know? Um, with that being said, though, I, 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 was, I was convinced from the get-go that Sundowns should have won this game based on the team, based on the style of play. However, I also understood that based on the coaching ability and the strategic, you know, nature of the coaching, you know, the, 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 the analytic nature, you know, Pizzo would, if Pizzo got a, a, a upper hand, he was going to be able to squeeze this out. And I think we spoke about it with Liolo during the week as well in, in, a, in a random conversation to say, if there's one coach manage a lead, even if it's half a goal, Pito can manage a lead better than any coach on the African continent, you know? He's one guy <laughs> yeah. that can take that lead. And, and if you guys really realize how the leg went down, I really feel like it was a strategy for him to say, let's score early and destabilize them. Because their mindset is we need three goals. If we can score the first goal, then maybe we got something going. And that early yeah. goal through a spanner in the works for Sundowns. And as much as they tried fighting back, because of that early goal, they were never going to be able to get like a stable foot in the game. Mm. 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 What's yeah. your take, Mini? How how do you feel about uh, how the matches played out over the two legs? Well, yeah, just to to maybe uh, start with the with the popular opinion. Um, <laughs> I, I, I definitely, I definitely have the same position as Osori. Um, the the game just had to happen. Uh, it just had to happen, and um, I think I think uh, I think we got uh, the best of both teams. To be honest with you, um, yes. when you look at the form and you look at the the the, the time of the seasons, the season uh, that these two clubs actually met, and I think we really really got the best of both. And uh, you know, um, it's 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 hard to disagree with 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 most of of, of what Solis Solis put out there because. Um, from 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 the first leg, um, you 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 could see that uh, Sundowns were, were were put in 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 a corner and they had to fight their way out, mm-hmm. and uh, it was really 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 an awesome counter punch punch by uh, Pizzo Musoma in, uh, in attacking uh, Sundowns early on in the second leg and 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 really destabilizing and then basically throwing uh, in in the garbage the plans that that Sundowns mm-hmm. initially had uh, in, mm-hmm. in, in, in trying to get to get a foothold and 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 um, exert pressure on 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 Atli. and it's a, it's a sign of a big coach it's a, it's a sign of of somebody who understands the game at at a deeper level and it's mm. it's for me to be quite honest with you it's reminiscent of 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 of, of Pep Guardiola to be quite honest yes, um, yes. because 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 uh, when 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 you approach the game on on on, on the back foot um, you tend to stay there for the whole game. 
Mm. Uh, but if you if you try to go out there and 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 uh, uh, try to go toe to toe with your opposition, then then uh, momentum seems seems to sway um, from one side to the other, and then the quality just shines out. And uh, if 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 um, Bito came into this game defensively, I think he would have he would have regretted it instantly because the quali- mm-hmm. because of the quality that he knows the Sundowns possess, and uh, because of the the, the the extra dimension in in, in Peter Shalulule um, that 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 is there with Sundowns. So it was an awesome counter punch. It was to- something that was totally unexpected. And uh, it's, it's 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 the hallmark of of of, of a great manager, and uh, uh, hopefully, Jungles wins 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 this is the Champions League will likely will likely, and uh, you know create more history for himself and for South Africa. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, with regards to um, how everything panned out leading up to this game, I I I am going the other way. I would have loved for it to be a final because of all the, uh, <laughs> the press conference <laughs> that was going on, the exchanges. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it it's synonymous to that one big boxing match that you have, you know, and mm. the build-up yeah. as well. So, Hey, but that would have happened all the way in July or August or whatever. Hey, no, we need this now. That <laughs> uh, would have been too much of a long wait, eh? But, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that and that would have been would have made it perfect. And I say that because <laughs> even in the yeah. final, there's two legs yeah. in the final. So yeah. I would have I would have had that building up because yeah. now after this weekend, we sort of it was one of those games that whoever wins this will potentially go on and yeah. win the title. Sure. It was just one yeah. of those games. However, going into it in the first leg, I I think the you know approach is everything you know and. I just don't understand why um, uh, the, the Holy Trinity, let's call them that, the Holy mm. Trinity, why they started uh, Mudiba over Leke. Especially oh, goodness. Oh, uh, oh, yes. Oh, especially gosh. considering that when you play continental football, with regards to turnover and fouls, you have a lot of those. And that's yes. where Lyle Leke comes into. Because how many yeah. free kicks over the two legs did we see that you think if Lila K is standing over that, there's a big possibility that he might score, you know? Sure. And I made an example Absolutely. of um, Lila K being uh, 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 in rugby, they call her fly half, number 10. All he yeah. does yeah. Yeah. is just a, yeah. a, a, a set-piece specialist. That's it. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. I think when you do play in such competitions, you need a set-piece specialist. Maybe mm. in other instances, you won't always give you uh, 100% in other aspects of the game, but one free kick is all that it takes. And if you and go back to the time, and crosses. He's a exactly, the, quali- the quality of the crosses, if you go back to mm. the Tipimas and the Thai when they won in Libu Bashe, that it was Leke who came up, mm. came up clutch with the free kick, you know, mm. and Leke has been doing really, really well. So I didn't understand that omission. And also considering the fact that Mudiba is still very much learning the trade as to how do Sundowns play. And that's a qualm that I have with the coaches as well, that they've thrown a lot of guys into the deep end unnecessarily. So if you look at the history, if you look at the history and the culture of how Sundowns integrate players, they take their time with regards to integration so that by the time you come into the lineup, you're ready to make an impact and that mm-hmm. there's no struggling and still trying to figure it out. Because sometimes these new players who 
or have been put into the deep end, there's a disconnect between them and how other players, how other players sure. play. So mm, I look right. at that and I think to myself, him, them not starting like hey, them not starting uh, Andy Lejali, who's got so much experience. A, B, mm. he could match those boys for physicality in the midfield. You know, mm. so those are the things that I look at and I think to myself, how you guys approach the game and the lineup as well. <coughs> My issue then becomes that when you've got Maboe. Kulisi and Kutsia in the midfield is that these guys don't offer much threat going forward. Kulisi and Maboe don't create enough big chances and they also don't, they don't score enough goals from the midfield. So basically yep. then you've got three ball-playing midfielders who just circulate the ball side to side. You know? yep. And when you look at it, I always say that Sundowns play a lot better when they've got three up front plus a number 10 joining them, which makes it four yes. when it comes yes. to their attacking options. Yes. But in that sure. game, they had three up front and the number 10 was part of the three, which was Serino. He then had to yes. drop deep and he was isolated. It becomes very difficult for him to play, you know. So yeah. I look at those things and I think to myself, there, I think the technical team have to take accountability. And then going into, going into the deeper stages of the game, you get to a point where you realize that, okay, it's 1-0 now and we're not going to be able to win this game. Can we shut up shop at 1-0 and just mm. keep it simple? Mm. You know, just keep it simple mm. at 1-0. Take this 1-0 mm. back home because back mm. home you will be able to score a goal or two mm. which will see you then, you know, qualify. So my issue yep. was that as well, you know, how they became too open and it was just, you know, it's almost as if our athlete was just waiting for Sundown to make mistakes. And mm. that, was, mm. that was just it. And they punished them mm. based on their own mistakes. And that was it. Which goes, which mm. boils down to experience, you know. Yeah. So mm. also yeah. going into the second leg approach again. You <laughs> listen. If you go into a game and you need goals at this point, in my own opinion, there's nothing. Throw the to kitchen sink. Throw the kitchen sink. You yeah. know, and you ask yourself, players like uh, Hashim Domingo, players like Kapinga, who were signed uh, based on the, the fact that starting off the bench. God, what is that? He, you know, players <laughs> like that and Erasmus as well. You look at those three players, they were signed in case if the starting 11 players don't deliver. Now, you gave the other guys a chance in, in Egypt, they did not deliver. Why can't we see Gapinga? Why can't we see Erasmus? Why can't we see those players? Because Sundown's mm. biggest strength is interpassing, you know, and that great movement that they have. And it then becomes a problem when you have certain players in the midfield. Like, you have to, in my opinion, they you had to at least start with four attackers, you know? Yeah. And yeah. also, you're playing home. You don't need Jali and Rivaldo Kutsia. Yes, I understand the role that Kutsia plays when he drops in between the two center, center halves. However, mm. you need goals. You don't need... So eliminate a Kutsia, play Jali alone as the holding mm. midfielder because he can't do that. Start with two yeah, go- eights, and then you can <laughs> play with three. Then you can play with three guys up front. Then you've got five mm. attackers which then changes the approach and it changes the intensity of the game. Because Al-Akhli, mm. we all knew they were in a pack bus. Immediately when Sundowns got the game kick-started, Al-Akhli dropped 10 yards off <coughs> and there were Sundowns, they were already attacking. So if you had more ball players who are a lot more direct in the final third and offer more goal threat, I think it becomes a different story. As opposed to then introducing these guys when there's 20 minutes left. My question mm. is, why weren't those changes made a lot earlier? And another... The biggest thing is when you bring uh, uh, Alfonso in, he's a very good player and he gives you a different outlet. 
However, that's the writing on the wall. I feel like that's where the game ended. <laughs> no, yeah. Honestly. I it ended way before that, trust me. You know, they bring, they bring Alfonso in, and then they bring two fullbacks in to cross the ball. I'm like, the game is over. Because they, it's so predictable exactly. what you're going to do. It's exactly. too predictable. And if you <laughs> think about it, Pito even said in his press match conference that I was happy when they brought Alfonso in, they brought Lekir, and they brought Mudao. He's like, because the game, then I didn't have to worry. Because it was, yeah. it was straightforward what they were going to do. They were keep crossing ball. And that plays to their strength. And I'll yeah. conclude with this. Our South African teams have to start learning that when you go and play against certain teams, don't play into their strengths. Mm. Because when you play into their strengths, you're giving them the game. It becomes mm. too easy for them. Had they stuck to that, inter, that interchanging passing that they normally do, the movement of the ball and that quick play... That's what would have helped them. And not to say that they can't get goals from set pieces because they did through Levusa. Only then when you've got those set pieces, then you count on the guys who, who are players part of your backline because there's height there. However, keep the game as open as possible and keep it unpredictable because when it's unpredictable, that's when you stand a chance. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Look, for me, I, I, you know, to be honest, even though Afi scored first, I still feel the first half was fully dominated. Most of that game was fully dominated by Sundowns in possession, you know? However, that first half was really telling because I was just looking at the inter. It was the most beautiful passing, you know? And to be honest, it was when Sundowns was playing that quick triangle interplay, you know, that uh, Ahli looked like they didn't, have, they didn't know what to do with them. Because these tall guys could not, you know keep track of, you know, what these guys were doing with the ball. But as soon as it gets in the final third, nothing happens. And that's been mm-hmm. the constant with Sundowns over the last couple of weeks. Beautiful build-up from the middle. Beautiful build-up getting into the box. Nothing coming, you know, from that build-up when the, when the ball transitions into the box. I really feel like, and... again, Zwane had a very terrible game. He tried, but he had a terrible, terrible game. He was <laughs> losing the ball everywhere on the pitch, you know. Serino followed suit with that as well like they couldn't trap the ball their first touch was off you know they couldn't they couldn't complete passes enough you know it was it was just it was weird because these are the guys that create the flow of play for sundowns but every time the ball got to serena and zwane especially in the final third play would get broken down and for me that was the first sign of trouble that was the sign of trouble the same can't Mangoba and the three wise men, you know, realize that when we play our, our, our flowy, you know, quick touch, quick small triangle play within the box, we, Al-Ali doesn't have an option. They, they, they don't have, you know, they don't have an answer for us. But still, yeah. even in the last moments, what he was trying to do was play crosses, play these long balls in. And I mean, these guys have an almost two meter center back. What are you <laughs> thinking in your right mind? You know, so for me, this was an exposure. It was. It was actually showing that the coaching staff of Sundowns was exposed. You know, they were exposed to say, "Look, you guys are good. We give you that. You have. A, we give you. But you are still very much wet behind the ears when it comes to the greater scheme of things, because Peter exposed them here." He exposed them. I really still do think Sundowns had the better team. Sundowns had the better form coming into this, but at the same time, you know. Pito just had the better mind. He had the better strategy, and his strategy worked. You know, he, 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 it was like that chess match where it really felt like a checkmate. The selection, 
you know, you don't, you don't play Lila K. You don't play Kermit Erasmus. And you are at home trying to make sure that you get three to four goals to make sure that you secure the win. You don't play, you know, I feel like that first leg not playing Jali was a mistake, but they, they rectified it in the second leg because one of the reasons why I feel like Sundowns was dominant, dominant on the ball, you know, with these quick passes was based on Jali. Jali was the... Yeah. Integrate, you know, he was the instigator of all of that. He was the instigator yeah. of let's knock the ball around quickly and you know, let's 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 get in the box. But unfortunately, sure. you know, he's a midfielder, so he would instigate the beginning, but these guys had to finish in the in the in the box and there was nothing going on there. Shalulila was trying as best he could, but he was alone into it. I felt like if he had an Erasmus yeah. as you know, as 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 support, it really would have gone a long way. And then the substitutions. Oh my god. You sub Tepla Morena, you put in Kuliso Mudau. What are you thinking? What, 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 you know, what logic are you? And that time you chase it, by the way. You still chase it. Uh, gives you nothing going forward. Defensively, yeah, I can man. understand. If we're protecting something, I can understand trying to probe we're trying to get goals and 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 and, and, and you're gonna put in a kuliso mudau and 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 hmm. you know and afonso and, and you just think about his first touch and his first cross oh, i was like no and 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 you think to yourself you're like you know this man has struggled to integrate in this in the season he even struggles against a Maritzburg united his first touch was horrible and i think to myself okay hmm. let's say tapelo morena was struggling why can't you put my boy there? Because my boy can play as a exactly. My, and he's exactly. a lot more comfortable. My my thing that bothers me most about Sundowns is 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 the coaching structure. I I, I really don't understand. There's three guys who uh, apparently have. Uh, Equal footing or equal say in terms of what's 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 happening uh, uh, in terms of coaching in uh, in terms of uh, being in charge uh, at the game, understanding mm. that uh, seniority has been given to Mangalamnit. But at mm. the very same time, you look at it and you ask yourself, who's making these substitutions? Um, because, <laughs> because one one day in the league, I Steve Compella is walking up and down the the the, the pitch. Mm. All of a sudden, he's the one talking to the player that's going that's about to come on. Oh, okay. Then you realize, oh, that's Steve's sub. And then all of a sudden, mm. uh, you find Rulani telling somebody to shift position. And then all of a sudden, the substitution is going to happen. Okay, okay, obvious. Let's, that's Rulani's substitution. And you wonder. Mm. Uh, uh, Guys pulling in one direction. What, what what's 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 going on here? And 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 mm. I think it's going to be something that's going to uh, show itself, show its ugly head once again uh, in mm. the new season. Mm. And that, that situation really has to be rectified for me. Um, so so um, in terms of substitutions, in terms of selection, that's where I, I, I see another problem. It's as if it's as if there's there's management by committee at the club. And uh, that really needs to change. There really needs to be one guy. Management by committee. Take responsibility for 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 the ship, and and captain it. And uh, if he has to fall in the sword and sink with the ship, yeah, whatever, it's fine, man. At least at least there was one guy who 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 had a plan and tried to make it work. Um, these 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 three guys, I I, I don't think I don't think it's supposed to I be. I like said no, 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 it doesn't work because 
because you ask yourself, right, with regards to, do these guys have uh, a cohesive uh, input or is it always a, a two against one vote? Like, okay, we need to put this guy in now. Do you or we draw straws one? before, yeah. or before <laughs> game week and then whoever gets along with one coach. Do you understand? Okay. So my biggest issue is if sundowns come under threat and it's time now to have the conversation of maybe sacking the coach, who gets sacked? Do you sack <laughs> all of all them? Of them? <laughs> or sack two because this other one had greater ideas, you know. So mm. I just I just don't believe in this co-coaches um, element, yeah. and I feel like there's a lot of traditional aspects that have to be implemented in modern day culture, not just from a footballing yeah. sense, but in each and every single aspect of life, where you just need to have a coach and an assistant coach. That's it, and yeah. because then now it's 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 yeah, it gets very confusing because the truth is each coach has uh, a different way with regards to addressing players. Right? Yeah. Mm, and yeah. at the end of the day, it goes without saying that each coach has his own preferred starting 11. You know, mm-hmm. no three minds are alike. So mm-hmm. I just think that th- it, it doesn't work out. And I think going forward, what will need to happen, there needs to be a, a change at Sundowns. That's my own opinion. You know, because... Mm. What I had mentioned was earlier on, I think this was in January, I had a status where I was talking about how the way Sundowns are doing things, they're doing it in such a manner where they're actually going, they're heading the wrong direction. And mm. when I said this, a lot of people are up in arms like, no, they're doing well. I'm like, the problem is when you win, you don't often see the frailties and you don't yes. often see the things you're doing wrong. Yes. You know? However, these changes which are being made, they just, to me, they don't inspire confidence. It's inconsistent. And I'm going to conclude with this. I don't understand still to this day why Sompo Kekana has been omitted from the squad. Uh, uh, He needed to play the second. Exactly. Being arguably their best player in the history of Sundown. Most experienced. Most experienced. Great captain. Mm. And I mean, last Mm. season, he led them to a treble. And his Mm. performances were so dominant. He was one of the best midfielders in the country. And then mm. two months later, when the league resumes, he's too old. I don't understand that. It's almost as if they are trying to yeah, send a message yeah. to prove a point. Yeah, yeah the is, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I really so, feel like it's an attitude, attitude problem. It's an attitude change. Even if you look at Manuaba for himself, you know, there's a different attitude about him. You know, there's, mm. there's a bit of, I don't know, arrogance about them now. Uh, so mm. you you can definitely tell that you know there's other agendas that are being pushed beyond just yeah. the purity of football here. Yeah. No, but so, but, but the, the solution to this was so simple. Mangaba head coach, random going assistant head coach, assistant coach. Sorry, and then you have uh, uh, if you really want Steve Kombela, you chuck him at the top, sitting with the big dogs as a technical yeah, director. Yeah, yeah. But don't mm. don't let him don't let him interfere with what's going on in the field. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree with you guys. It once you undo the fundamental nuances of a team, you know, because mm. at the end of the day, when it comes to that, if we were to speak about it from a folklore perspective, Sompo Kegana is a god at sundowns. And yep. when you unsettle one of yeah. the gods, things won't go well for you. That's just my yep. own opinion. Yep. So yeah. moving on right along, gentlemen, let's get into it. Kaiser Chiefs versus Simba. What are your guys' thoughts? I'll throw this one at you, Minente. How did you find the game? Thank you, Lulu. Thank you very much for that. 
Hey, but why are we protecting these uh, Amakosi fans? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I think uh, this 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 tie has just been uh, uh, one for the one for the ages. It's 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 been comical to be quite honest with both of you. Um, <laughs> approach approach by Simba in the first leg. You could see very well that uh, they came to South Africa on holiday in the first leg. Yeah, uh, they came to just uh, enjoy themselves, uh, be in Joburg, be in Sessions, and uh, uh, see the beautiful people of South Africa, and uh, you know, go for a training game uh, that doesn't really matter. Um, well, I, I think uh, another, another, another. The, the biggest aspect for me is that uh, Kaiser Chiefs were so with uh, ruthless or in front of goal in the. In the um, that basically killed off the tie, but uh, the second leg is is the biggest or telling so story. Thought. Oh, yeah, or so you thought. <laughs> um, and 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 the second leg comes around, and uh, we see the actual golf and quality between the two teams. Um, mm. When 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 uh, Simba actually uh, arrived on the pitch, ready to play, uh, focused on the task at hand, and and I really do believe that. Um, barring uh, if if it was either Itumelen Kune or Daniel Agbe being goalkeeper mm. on that specific day, Kaiser Chiefs would have been out of the CAF Champions League. Yep. Um, I think it was just uh, youthful um, ignorance and confidence and bravado from Upro's performer that carried Kaiser Chiefs mm. and saved. Mm. Boy was making was inspirational. The type of saves that he was making um, basically um, propelled the team to 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 the next to the next stage. And um, the headlines the headlines uh, after the match was basically uh, uh, Simba versus versus a goalkeeper, and yep. uh, the goalkeeper came came out on top. Um, Simba were very unlucky not to win this game, and uh, Chiefs should uh, should should be kneeling and, and and thanking God, and praying to the heavens above, and saying, "Yeah, we stole one. Thank you. On to the next one." Um, unfortunately, in the semi-finals, they are going home. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Sambongo Vuma. <laughs> Honestly, Sambongo Vuma, and it's testament mm. to what happens when you get at your first national, like a, a national team call up. You know. Um, mm. when, when the national team coach shows confidence in you, you know, you, mm. you play with confidence. And that was just a clear result. The way he played that game was a clear result that it, it was confidence yeah. boosted from that national team call-up and, you know, mm. the confidence that the national team coach showed in him. Um, so mm. he was repaying that back. In terms of everything else and everyone else, really, honestly, I, I, I think for me, on my part, the less said about Chiefs, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, well. So, <laughs> I, I, I particularly enjoyed the first leg. I'm a Kaiser Chiefs supporter. However, when, when looking at the lineup and looking at the approach, I was like, oh my God, what, what is Gavin Hunt doing? You know, and mm-hmm. when you look at that, you, we don't have Mashiane, we don't have Mobo, mm-hmm. which the two of them have arguably been the best players this season. They've been a revelation, yes. a breath of fresh yes. air. However, going mm. into the game, it then became uh, a different ball game because Chiefs were able to exploit uh, Simba's weaknesses. And it was clear that early Simba went strong, A. B, I feel as if Simba didn't do their homework. 
I remember mm. one of the officials at Simba saying that they, they didn't have much mm. to work with. And I think to myself, but these clips on YouTube that show Kaiser <laughs> Chiefs yep. playing 55 crosses yeah. and 25 long balls, you know, these clips yeah. on YouTube which would show you how these guys attack, you know. And credit yep. must go to Gavin Hunt, especially with regards to the Castro um, sub, because Zuma got injured. And then instead of putting on another midfielder when you 2 0 up to shut up shop, he's like, no. Let's keep applying the pressure, which was very smart. Yes, which yeah. was very smart by Gavin Hunt. Because the common trend in uh, this year's quarterfinals when it comes to CAF Champions League, every team that has done the business at home has advanced to the next round. So the biggest, the biggest and most important point when it comes to CAF Champions League football is doing the business at home. Yeah. And by Gavin Hunt putting Castro on and just keep applying that pressure, keep playing those balls in. I think that's what, that's what really helped Kaiser Chiefs. And on the day, they took their chances. They were very aggressive and uh, they were very clinical. It's almost as if they didn't want the Simba to grow confidence and grow into the game. When it comes to Simba, I am, I am very disappointed because the first goal comes by virtue of a, a flick on first post when it's a corner, flick first post, then Matoa gets the header back post. So those are two headers which are unanswered. You ask yourself, mm. where are the central mm. defenders? Where is the closing down? Where is the marking? And mm. also the, the, the strategy that the coach would impose when defending set pieces. I, for one, have been very vocal about zonal marking when it comes to set pieces. I'm not a huge fan. I prefer a, yeah. a hybrid structure where you've got zonal in a certain place and then you've got man mm. marking as well. Because mm. now the problem with, with, with zonal marking, it becomes a, a, a finger-pointing contest. No, but... That was more or less... You should have gone. You should have gone. No, but he came from your zone and finished it in my zone. So, (laughs) you know, that whole... Yeah, then it just becomes zone 14, Jay. (laughs) Zone, no. So, and and that that, that becomes the problem. Secondly, um, I've seen that a lot of coaches don't really adapt to what the game requires. Simba are a ball-playing side. However, in that game, I, I, I saw that these guys don't realize that teams keep playing these long balls. And all they had to do was to show up the defense. After the first goal, surely the coach should have a conversation with one of the players and to um, convey the message that, guys, let's get tighter on the men when the ball is being mm. crossed. Also, let's not allow crosses. And if the yeah. cross is going to come in as a defender, <clears throat> even if you don't have the height when it comes to Nukovic, jump with him. Yeah. You know, just yeah. to distract yeah. him because sometimes that can put you off as a, as a striker yeah. when a guy's jumping yeah. with you you might not win the ball but just that just that sufficient contact you know to his body then he can't get a clean header on it so I was very disappointed that Simba didn't change their approach even going into second half they did nothing to change the approach with regards mm-hmm. to how they um, uh, how they approached the game and then yeah. when you look at the second leg yeah I think Bruce Bavuma was, you know, he was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, it's almost as if that people were questioning, why is this guy in the Bafana Bafana squad? And then yeah. 90 minutes later, it's like, that's, that's the reason why he's been called up, you know? Yep. And, mm. and, and I, just feel, I just feel that going forward, Kaiser Chiefs are going to struggle a lot because whenever Kaiser Chiefs do come up against structured teams, which is what you find when you get to the last four, they're going to struggle a lot. And there's so many things that bother me concerning Gavin Hunt. As much as he's got this big skull, but you look at the, you look at the second leg and you think to yourself, Simba could have easily won. I mean, they hit the woodwork a couple of times. 
And yep. if you consider how they were defending, the defending was very, very poor. And it goes yeah. back to that chopping and changing. Who is KJ Chiefs' centre-back partnership? We don't know. Yes. It goes back to playing Ngezana out of position as a right-back. Then you, you expect him to go up and down the line. It also becomes very confusing for him. In the midfield as well, when you throw a Parker in there who's not really a midfielder, that's when you start to find Glom isolated. So much so yep. that in one of the games in the previous weeks when they played against TTM, Blom got a red card within the first half. And it was because he was struggling to contend mm. with these guys. Because mm. Parker, yes, as much as Gavin likes him for the energy and the experience, but he gives you nothing defensively in the yep. midfield. And yep. at the end of the day, we all know that when it comes to football, football is built on partnerships throughout mm. the field. And mm. I just feel that he has not found his strongest partnership. And it's scary to think that you're going to a semi-final but you don't know your strongest 11. We yep. can't sit here now and predict the starting 11 for Chiefs when it comes to um, the semi-final they're going to play, which is very, very scary for me. However, credit does go to Gavin Hunt and Kayser Chiefs because they made sure in that first leg at home. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on right along, gentlemen, to the extra time segment, which is uh, always my favorite segment because we always end it with a bang. So, in the semi-finals, we will see um, Esperance taking on Al-Akhli and Widad versus Kayser Chiefs. I'll start with the Esperance versus Al-Akhli. How do you guys feel about that game and what's your prediction? Well, look, on, 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 my, on my perspective, I, I, I'm actually excited that Esperance to, you know, come back. After that first leg defeat, um, they they showed their quality, they showed their pedigree, and do believe that that's going to translate, um, you know, into the semifinals, um, moving on to final breath. However, uh, man, they they they're facing a maestro. I think I think I think you know we we can safely say that you know Pito's got the cheat code right now. Um, yeah, he wasn't happy yeah. with the way Alakhli played the the second leg. He was very vocal about that. You know, um, it seemed like his play at some point playing for the win and not playing to get more goals. And I I know that the where he was, you know, very frustrated with them not playing out in transition even when it was on. You know, but you know it also shows you the mark of an experienced team to say, look, let's 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 just get this done and that on to the next. These guys are phenomenal when it comes to the stage. As soon as they get into last four, last two, you know, they 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 sniff out they like shots. They sniff out anything. So for yep. me, my winner is 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 already, you know, decided. Um the winner from that Sundance Al Avi game is is my CAF Champions League winner for 2020, 2021. Um although obviously we still need to play both legs of that semi. But I do feel like Esperance will, po- will, will, will pose a good challenge for Al-Akhli. But I do think Al-Akhli will, you know, um, edge that one um, over Esperance. Interesting. How do you feel, Minanta? Um, well, well, for me, uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen uh, all that much of, of Esperance, to be, to be quite honest with you guys. Mm. Um, but, but what I can say is... is, is is that um, in 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 this tie, um, Al Akli have 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 the confidence, have the upper hand. Um, 
due to the fact that uh, their form seems to be to be gathering up steam. And uh, and uh, when 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 a team tends to tends to peak near the end of the season, and uh, I believe that uh, the semi-finals will be playing uh, next month, eighteenth of June. Yeah, they'll be playing next month, and uh, the, the 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 Egyptian uh, uh, um, league will also be um, um, almost uh, finished by then. And and I think it's just it's just going to be a proper crescendo for 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 Pizzo Masimane and his men. And, mm. and um, I think I think I think uh, if I was a betting man, my money would be on them. I I. I to be quite honest with you, uh, I don't think uh, if 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 they do uh, get to the final and uh, face, uh, uh, obviously they'll be facing with that Casablanca. I think I think I think it's it's, it's fair for me to say that uh, I did in that game. I think I'd probably take uh, Casablanca to take the to take the the, the trophy. Really. Hmm. Yeah, you'll give it to Widat. Yeah. I'd give it to Widat. I'd give it to. Did, did have, have you seen the, the the composure and 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 the style of play that 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 hmm. uh, that Oh, that hmm. team. That hmm. I think I think they're the most complete team, and 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 hmm. they've and they're the team that have actually shown that in the Champions League. Mm. Um, we are waiting to see a complete performance from Alatli, to be quite honest with you. Mm. So, mm. from from what I've True. seen, uh, we had our heads and shoulders above uh, above the rest of the competition. But at the very same time, hey, like I hey, said, last four. last four, yeah, yeah. hey, yeah. hey. Yeah. when it comes to the business end, they know what to do. Yeah, yeah, they do, they do, they yeah. do. But, but 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 funny enough, they've met each other on multiple occasions. So yeah, um, yeah, it, it'll be very interesting and very exciting. That's that's my final for me. Yeah, Alakli versus Casablanca and Casablanca taking it. Hmm. Nice, hmm. that's that's very interesting. interesting. I actually like the sound of that. I like I like what <laughs> yeah. you're throwing in there. Yeah. Ooh, very interesting. So I just think that Kaiser Chiefs here are. You know, they they just that one guy and you you guys at the business table and then you don't know how this guy got into this meeting, but he's here now. It's like, okay. And um, about it from a, a psychological perspective. Kaiser Chiefs are playing a side they had in the group stages, which beat them 4-0 and they won 1-0 against when they played their reserve team. I think mm. going into this one, it's going to be very, very difficult especially because Gavin Hunt does not rely on video analysis. So when your coach does not uh, do his homework, he does not analyze the opponent, it's going to be very difficult because then, be you're almost, yes, because then you're almost relying on the knowledge that you had of this team a few months ago. Whereas when Mineta mentioned how complete this team is, I also mm. want to mention how versatile they are as well. They know mm. how to play in certain games. They know how to mm. switch it up. And what I love about the coach is that he's not afraid to make those instant changes. And going into this game, I think Kaiser Chiefs go into it not knowing the monster that they're coming, coming up against by virtue of the fact that Gavin Hunt is not willing to actually go and study opponents. And mm-hmm. when we that come into this, they more or less know how Kaiser Chiefs set up. And I sure. think that's the biggest thing. If you are able to 
have knowledge on how KZT is played, you've done half the job. You know, because yeah. all it is is yeah. cut the supply, get close to Nukovic and Castro. That's it. Game over. Very yeah. one-dimensional. So, very one-dimensional. So I think it's going to be very easy for Wida, especially because they'll be playing into... Keza Chiefs will be playing into Wida's strength. These North sure. African teams, they want you to play long balls. They yeah. want you to play yeah. physical football because they'll yeah. rough you up. You know, that's their game. You know, sure. so it, it, it is going to be interesting to see how um, that game pans out. However, with regards to approach, Gavin Hunt is consistently inconsistent. That, that's one thing we know. <laughs> that's, that's one thing we know. We don't know which players will play there. So it's going to be very interesting. And the dynamic of um, our league coming to an end very soon, it's going to be tough yeah. for a Kaiser Chiefs with regards to preparing for that game. Because yeah. then, how do they prepare? Which games? Which games do they? Which friendly games do they try get to prepare for a Wida? You know, yeah. and also considering the fact that there's not many teams in in South Africa, or in fact, let me say, there's no team in South Africa that mirrors a Wida. And a the Wida. best preparation yeah. would to play <laughs> a friendly match that more or less would show you what you'd have coming up against mm. a Wida. So I think it's going to be de- very difficult for Chiefs, and I see them getting thumped and. Getting yeah. exposed for, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. yeah, yes, I say yeah. this as a Kansas Chiefs yeah. fan, and getting exposed yeah. for, for just how lucky they've been this season, you know, because at mm. the end of the day, you can't short circuit a process, you know, and there's only mm. so far you can go when you're playing helicopter football, mind the pun. <laughs> and then when it comes to Esperance <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Al Akhli. That, 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 for me, is going to be a, a very interesting game. And I say this because Esperance is a very experienced team when it comes to CAF competition. And uh-huh. what's going to be... Yeah. yeah. When, when it comes no, to... I agree. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So when it comes to this encounter, one thing I'm going to be on the lookout for is the physicality aspect. These are two teams that have been bullying other teams physically. So it's going to be interesting to see how that match plays out and the intensity of the game as well. Yeah. Both teams yeah. like to adopt yeah. a very intense um, attitude yeah. and style of play. So that's yeah. going to be very interesting for me. However, I think Jingles will pip them because he's yeah. very experienced. And like I managed, like I had mentioned the other day that when it comes to African football and not just in Africa, world football, there's yeah. very few managers like Pito Musimane who know how to manage a game. And I think when it comes to managing a football game, in my opinion, he's right up there in world football. Because the mm, other day I was having yeah. a look at the top 20 best coaches in the world and Pito's name was not there. But you, got, you had guys like uh, Ole there. Oh, and you know, but you know oh, what's, well, what's oh. going on here? Because Pito is the type <laughs> of manager who knows the teams. And unlike Gavin Hunt, he thrives yeah. off technical analysis and he mm. knows each and every single mm. player. He knows the weaknesses. And mm. I think that's what he's going to look to do again. He's going to look to not give Esperance that physical encounter they want. And he's going to mm. kill the tempo of the game, take the sting out and then punish them where they, where they lack quality in. And if you look at mm. what he did against Sundown, because he knows Tapelo Mure, that ball played in between him and the center. Oh, back. yes. It, it, it's a problem, problem. you know, and, mm. that's, and that's what technical analysis gives you. It gives you insight into the most minute things that you can expose. So I definitely yeah. do see Al-Akhli going through. My final as well, Al-Akhli versus Widat. 
However, the son of the soil, he's going to win another one. And yes. uh, going back to the Club to, World Cup, baby. He's going back to the Club World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the grand mission. I know that that's the grand mission yeah. for him. He wants to yeah. go back there and you know rectify what was what was you know done last season so i i i he he always wants to better what he's done before you know he's he's a he's a definite sure. competitor sure. he's 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 really just a a to you know watch and a marvel to you know just study as well because he, mm. he what a mind what a what a strategist what a you know what a student of the game there's a there's a segment in that our athlete sundowns game for like 10 15 minutes where our athlete turned into sundowns when they realized okay now we've won the game you know they're starting to get desperate i just saw them knock the ball in small tight triangles i'm like what are these tall egyptian guys doing playing tika taka you know in africa well, you know and and and, and the sundowns yeah. could not win the ball off of them for like a good 10 15 minutes i was like what's going on here? what's going on here so mm. he's really bringing in different elements you know he's he's making these sure. guys evolve and you can see yeah. that you can see that you know like i said the sundowns game it seemed like you know, Ali was on the back foot, but they didn't look. They were relaxed sure. and they were continuing about their business the way they know how. So it's you know it's going to be a clash of the titans that one. I really, um, the one that wins that one as well, is definitely going to go all the way. Um, I I I I think it's 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 going to be it's not going to be one on one leg. It's definitely going to be a tug of war between two legs. But it's going to be mm. beautiful football to watch. Beautiful, beautiful football to watch. And then on the Chiefs side, look, I know we've all made up our minds. And maybe it's because we're also emotional about it. But, you know, football is always there to shock you and, you know, show you things that you've never thought you'd see. So should here's another fairy tale. We've all, we all know the, 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 you know, the, you know, no love lost between Chiefs and Pito you know, back, you know, in the uh-huh. sundowns days. So uh-huh. that's another little fairy tale story for you, you know, to Gavin say. Gavin hey. and Pizzo as well. Yeah. Gavin uh-huh. and Pizzo, you know, Chiefs and Pizzo, um, you know, another sort of I, you know. <laughs> I know, I don't I don't want to put too many hopes up, but hey man, if Ebola, you know, football can really it can shock hey. you. A miracle hey. can happen at any time, guys. And we've been over the last year all of us can attest to the fact that everything has happened in the most abnormal way. The fact that Chiefs mm. is in the semi-final on its own is... Oh, so, you know, we, 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 can't dis- we can't throw it out the window at all. Mm. Yeah, but this is, this, is, this is the time. This is the time where there's, there's <laughs> standing with an empty uh, bucket of water uh, and you uh, heart, race, heart racing, waking up and asking oh, what's going on. This is the rude awakening. <laughs> I'm going to review. I'm sorry. This is it. <laughs> oh, man. Gentlemen, I'd like to thank the both of you for coming on to this episode. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. And uh, I think we'll, we'll have to do it again very soon, the three of us. I, I, I You know, it's always nice to have um, individuals who don't hold back when it comes to the knowledge and the insight of the game, you know. So mm-hmm. thank you very much, gentlemen, for expressing yourselves and uh, for also blessing me with your insight and your knowledge. I thoroughly enjoyed wow. this episode. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Minentle. Thank you guys so much. This was thoroughly enjoyed on my end as well. Till next time.
Absolutely. Yep, 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 Absolutely. yep. This was another episode of Disky Talk with Liolo signing out.